Good morning. Today is Friday, January 28, 2022. God's revelation at Mount Sinai and this encounter with God, hearing directly the Asera Sedibros, the Ten Commandments, the narrative of which we complete at the end of our Parsha this week, the Parsha of Mishpatim, is also the end of a journey. It's the end of a journey from Shivim Nefesh, 70 souls, the extended members of Yaakov's family at the end of Bereshis, the book of Genesis, who descended to Egypt as an extended family. And finally, when we reach Sinai, as the Torah said in last week's parsha, by Yichan Shom Yisrael Neged Hahar, and Israel camped there around the mountain in the singular, not the plural. We finally reached the level where we are no longer an extended family, a group of individuals that are connected to each other but we are actually a singularity. We are an Am, a people, a nation. What completed that transformation? What is it that we had to go through in order to reach the end of our Parsha so that that event of revelation at Sinai was complete and that we had transformed ourselves from a group of individuals into a community, into a congregation, into an ada. What had to happen? What had to happen was our Parsha, Mishpatim. Because that's what is being achieved by all of the details in our Parsha. What does our Parsha discuss? If you let your animal loose and it causes damage, you're responsible for the damage. You didn't do it yourself. It was your animal. But you're responsible for the damage your animal causes. If you start a fire and it spreads and it damages someone else's possessions, you're responsible. Even though you didn't do it directly, you were only acting on your own property, but you caused damage to someone else, you're responsible. If you agreed to watch something for your friend and you're negligent and it breaks, you are responsible. These are just some of the details that our Torah portion presents. And Rabbi Tzvi Hirsch Weinreb recalls the first time he ever studied Talmud as a child, the first piece of Gemara he ever learned as a child was the passage in the Talmud that deals with the subjects of our Parsha. And he remembers that his teacher said to him, quoting from the Talmud, Adam muad la'olam. A person is responsible for all their actions, deliberate or unintentional, 
purposeful or accidental, awake or asleep. Now that's a direct quote from the Talmud, but it's also a formula for life. And that is what the Parsha of Mishpatim seeks to teach us. That every one of us is responsible for our own actions. But we're not only responsible for our own actions. We're responsible for the animals that we own. We're responsible for the possessions that we have. We're responsible for and required to compensate someone who has suffered damage or harm. And if we injure someone else, we're responsible not only for the damage that was done to them, but we're responsible to compensate them for lost employment and to compensate them for the costs of health care. Each of us is responsible for the well-being of the other. We're not only obligated to take care that we avoid harming another, but we have to take care that our possessions do not harm another, our animals, our objects. Nothing of ours. Because we are responsible. And of course, as that is clearly indicated in our Parsha, that includes we're responsible for our words. We're responsible for any harm that comes from our words. We're required to distance ourselves from lies and, and falsehoods. Midvar sheker tirchak. From falsehood you should stay far away. Not even coming close to something that could be misunderstood as untrue. Stay far away from falsehood because we're responsible for the damage that's caused by our words. That's what this Parsha is teaching us. And it is with this lesson that we understand our responsibility to each other. This is what creates community. This is what creates a singularity out of a plural. An am out of a family. I am am required to be careful of my impact on you. And I am responsible for any negative impact I cause in any way through my actions, through my words, because we are a community. And we are each responsible for each other like we are each responsible to each other. Amy Van Osland is a musician and a composer. And she wrote something recently that relates to music but it has such a powerful lesson for every single one of us. You may have 
seen this or experienced this or done this yourself perhaps in a band or a choir, the music requires the singers or the players to hold a single note longer then they can actually hold that note. No one is able to sustain that note, whether by singing or on an instrument, the same note for such a long time. It's impossible for any one person to do it. So in those cases, when that music is called for, the members of the group are taught to mindfully stagger when each of them takes a breath. So the sound appears uninterrupted, smooth. Everyone gets to breathe and the music stays strong and even and vibrant and beautiful. In order to create community, in order to appreciate the underlying message of the Parsha of Mishpatim that will lead us to becoming a singular community, an Am. Let's remember music. Every one of us will take a breath. But when I take a breath, the rest of the chorus will keep singing the rest of the band will continue to play that note. And then I will begin again after my breath and you'll take a breath. I will rejoin that note so that others can take their breath one at a time. And together, we can sustain a very long, beautiful song for a very, very long time. You don't have to do it all. And I don't have to do it all. But every one of us must add our voice to the song. And it's in this sense that our Parsha, Mishpatim, presents the methodology through which we reach Sinai as a unified, cohesive people. And through this methodology, we will continue to do so today. My friends, I want to wish you a wonderful day and a beautiful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.